Beautiful. Yay. So this podcast, because Becoming Cosmically You, I'm very, very excited today. We've got a beautiful guest on, obviously physically, as you can see, and spiritually, Morgana Marie. So welcome, Morgana. Thank you. Thank you so much. So glad to be here. Hi, everyone. Oh, it's beautiful to have you. And I love, I was reading your um, uh, notes before about your serving humanities to shift their beliefs and create the soul aligned life they love. And I love that you are. And one of the things you you said you're really keen on is bringing someone home to themselves. So share with us who you are, what you do. And um, thank you for being here. We appreciate you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. So, yeah, um, I'm Morgana Marie. I'm based in the UK in Hertfordshire. And, um, yeah, for the last sort of, 14 years, I'm celebrating this month. It's my 14th year in business and wow. being fully me, I would say, in the world. Um, yeah, I help high achieving sensitive business women to reconnect to their her magnetic power. I become a confident business queen and attract clients with ease. That's my main program. That's my main offering. But I do also, you know, help women to dive deep into unleashing their sacred feminine energy. That's the main premise of all the work that I do. And um, yeah, it's about connecting to that that cosmic self if you say um that true self that that being that we all are and being that in the world and you know that requires us coming home to ourselves and um being that fully in totality mm. with integrity and you know without filters and with true real rawness so mm. that's that's how I have gone through my journey and realized it's so needed I think a lot of people shy away and they hide and they kind of dim themselves and I certainly did that myself and it was only when I stepped out of the closet I was like oh wow there's a whole new world available (laughs) (laughs) and it really is like coming out of the closet isn't it it's like well this is me this is who I am accept me or not um so when did you um start your spiritual journey like when did you start connecting with the fact that you've got gifts and all this beautiful thing yeah, I mean, I would say I started 15, well, about 15, 16 years ago when I was in my 20s and I was going through horrendous chronic depression and um, the doctors put me on antidepressants and as you can probably, I don't know if other people have had this experience, but it made me worse, I feel. Uh, it kind of numbed me out and I felt very lost and I kept asking questions. There must be more, there must be something more. What else is there? And um, I had a little light bulb moment and uh, it was like go and look at reflexology go and study reflexology and I was like well I don't even know what that is um I wasn't seeing anyone I wasn't seeing a therapist or anything so I looked into reflexology decided I was going to go and train in complementary therapies for three years and um yeah it kind of woke me up it woke me up because I realized there was this healing available for myself that I hadn't even tapped into, that I hadn't even looked at, I wasn't even aware of it. And yeah, I started to come off the antidepressants because that course changed my life. And um, the people in it, my teacher, everyone there, um, helped me to come back home to me. And um, it was through my complimentary therapy journey and becoming a therapist that, yeah, I found who I was. And that was just the beginning. Um, It's like peeling off the layers. And that's when I really woke up to, oh, wow, I have energy. I, I didn't, you know, I have ability to touch and help people feel better or just being in the energy of a space. People felt calmer. Um, and people used to say to me, oh, you just make me feel relaxed. Like your voice is so relaxing or your touch is so gentle and, and nurturing. And I was like, oh, OK, I've never been told that before. But oh. I've never accessed that ability before. Mm. I wasn't aware of it. I love that. So when what kind of was there a pivotal moment for you that you thought, right, I think I'm going to turn this into a business now? Was there a moment or did you was it just organic? Yeah, I'm a very kind of like impulsive all in person. And uh, <laughs> I was just like, I love this, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a business. And there's <laughs> people were like, no, no, this is just for me. I'm just interested in, you know, you know, doing this on family and friends. I was like, hell no, I'm here to change the world. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. You've got such a sweet little soul, but I can tell like your inner child is like a fiery, like, like, let me have them. 
yeah you got it right yeah yeah I have innocence about me but I have a fire and um yeah I was like oh no I gotta get out and, and do this and I just I didn't know how to start a business I had no idea um mm. I just did it the day I qualified which was the day I like put myself online and uh, started advertising oh wow <laughs> And that's amazing, you know, you know if you how you've just told your story, you've told it, it was just like, oh, this happened and that happened. But you already went through like a massive hurdle of having depression, being put on meds, and then not listening to people and saying, actually, no, you know what, I'm gonna just do this myself for myself. Yeah. And then setting up a business with not even having a fucking clue what you're doing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that was just would you would say that was courageous or would you say it was more naive or probably a bit of both or how would you kind of oh my god <laughs> definitely a bit of both definitely <laughs> yeah. a bit of both because yeah I was like super courageous always have been a courageous girl like always have been um but yeah I mean <laughs> did I know all, all the stuff that was going to happen in business had I had I've known all of all the whirlwinds and spirals and healing that had to occur for me to actually get to where I am today I probably wouldn't have gone there <laughs> now I'm going to get a job in Tesco's or something it's easier <laughs> yeah exactly I'll be a shelf stacker and I'll just have a house full of cats type of thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean my team <clears throat> want me to remind you that actually um you had no choice <laughs> yeah 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 the truth of it yeah. right completely I was like oh, okay I'm, and this is what's happening now is it okay okay what's next <laughs> <laughs> I love that you've just completely rolled with it every single moment it's they're showing me this vision of you just being like this really excitable little girl that just doesn't really know what's next and doesn't care. She's a lot skipping along for the journey, they're saying. Oh, I love that. Thank you. And literally, I'm skipping along. Like, honestly, I'm just like, okay, well, let's go and learn this. That's exciting. Let's go and implement this. Let's go and teach that. Let's share this. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? Massive congratulations on 14 years. And it's such a divine number, 14, isn't it? Like, I always... <laughs> you know think of the new beginnings and the angelic realm when I think of ones and fours together so absolutely beautiful that you've made it this far you know and this is just the beginning for you right so I like it yeah yeah I I think um like what you said as well about if I'd had known all the whirlwinds and the healings that I had to go through myself I wouldn't have done it so explain some of those whirlwinds because I think uh, everybody out there on social media thinks that all they need to do right is hire a coach work mm-hmm. for six months and then they'll be a billionaire so you know I love talking to people who actually have been through it and are still going through it probably and are still doing the stuff so explain to us some of them kind of whirlwinds and troubles and and all the shit that you've had to deal with <laughs> if you oh may. wow because like where do I even start yeah <laughs> yes like okay well I have to believe in myself fully to even set up a business and I I used to have complete imposter syndrome um when I first started like going to clients houses having to even receive money from a client I Mm. couldn't even take the cash out of their hand Mm. um I was like no um pay me by you know just put it on the couch (laughs) I don't want to and you know just things like that I was just like paying me for this like what what is what is what's going on I felt a complete imposter um and you know people would say to me oh you've got spirit around you and you you've got like energies around you and I was like well I don't think I do but I don't know what you're seeing but I'm certainly not feeling it I was completely closed off to Mm -hmm. my psychic self for like many years and it took me quite a long time to actually get uh, be open to that Mm -hmm. and to um let that in so that was quite terrifying for me but also just these personal aspects and then um, things like, okay, what do I say in my business? How do I speak to people? How do I get clients? You know, like not knowing how to set boundaries in my business, you know, clients not paying on time or clients not paying at all. And me just want to give everything all the time and actually not receive back. Um, mm. You know, there's so, so many times when you have like really quiet months or, you know, a few months where I'd just be like, well, I haven't got any clients this month, but, um, and I really struggled. And, um, but I would, you know, put special offers on or things like that. But that didn't even work either. So I used to go into complete self-shame, judgment, 
and wrongness that there was something wrong with me and you know maybe I was doing something wrong and you know that whole spiral again of maybe I should just quit and give up and every time I tried to quit and give up spirit would be like no 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 (laughs) keep going keep (laughs) keep going but you're not giving up now and there have been many times when that's like happened where I've just been like you know what I can't I'm not not doing it anymore (laughs) but every time that happens then a breakthrough happens Mm. um so that's so like it's kind of like riding the wave of that. Mm. Um, just learning who my clients have been and who aren't aligned as well. It's quite a big one to sort of let some people go. Mm. Like energy vampires who drain your energy and who don't value your time. And that's been that's that was hard for me to sort of say, okay, well, now I'm really here to help this kind of person because it's kind of eliminating some people, but those people weren't serving themselves and they weren't serving me. So it's just having those boundaries as well. It's been a huge part of uh, me um, being successful and happy and fulfilled in what I'm doing, but also mm. being able to make the difference that I can make. Um, God, yeah, just so many times when I've been like, oh, I think I'm going to do this right now, but spirit's like, no, no, you need to go and heal. We need to work on this first. Um, <laughs> yeah. You need to work on this and clear this and clear that. And I was like, wasn't even aware of it. And then I had to go look more deeper into my inner child where she needed some healing and some help and guidance. Um, and I wanted to take the next step, but I just wanted to take the next step. But mm. I couldn't take the next step without doing the, the healing on myself first or the relief work on myself first to then mm. get there. You know, it's like kind of walking through treacle otherwise, trying to get there and not being oh, resistant yeah. of that. Oh, so totally. And um, you talk about like embodying your soul self and this um, feminine energy. How do you think, how do you think like their position and how do you think that's showing up in the world right now? Because whenever I look at like female entrepreneurs in, in the groups, that some of the Facebook groups I'm in, I, I feel I feel like there's a lot of wounding that comes with femininity, embodiment, um and also money as well. Those three things related. I feel like there's a lot of trauma, even with the really super successful millionaires mm-hmm. and billionaires. I feel there's still a lot of trauma. Like, what do you see yeah, and, and yeah. feel in the world right now? Yeah, I'm feeling a lot of like the feminine feeling really sh- a lot of shame. Also, a lot of um, there's a lot of manipulation as well. You know, that's that's a big one. Uh, that's a real deep core wound feminine wound manipulation um and it doesn't come from a place of integrity at all obviously um this feeling of like unworthiness like that's really the big a big one feeling unworthy a competitiveness is a big one Mm. in in the you know in female entrepreneurship you know we see each other as um bait or a competition and it's not it shouldn't be about that it should be about collaboration connection working together to rise not you know wanting to kill each other and you know all of that <laughs> claw um, each other's eyes out my team yeah, is showing like, like them as cats trying to claw each other's eyes out <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of that and it's so you know that that needs to change in order to have more harmony and balance with the feminine rather than this separation um and there's also a lot of just judgment massive judgment judgment of others what they're doing what they're you know what and it's just a lot and it's very uh, I see it in kind of um communities as well like clickiness um this 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 almost like again a separation energy like pushing other people out um money wounding yeah having to almost like um there's the undercharging but you have the also the 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 imbalance of charging way more than they are even taught to charge almost, almost like it's like I don't know how to describe this it's kind of uh people not embodying their own uh business mm-hmm. uh, I see a lot of of that it's like you're not going through your own personal experience mm-hmm. to be able to facilitate and teach that mm-hmm. especially stuff around like trauma or yeah working with people in general you know you mm-hmm. you you need to know how to to work with people and if you don't know how to work with yourself and you how do you work with people um and a lot of people jump on the bandwagon and 
trying to earn money being a coach but not really doing the work so yeah it's a big problem yeah and you're a lifer really aren't you at 14 years (laughs) yeah (laughs) I've been doing this for lifetimes people always say to me you're very wise and I'm like well yeah I've just been through a lot it's I've been through a lot I've done courses and trainings but I've been through a lot like it's more than I've had a lot of um uh, my own traumas and every trauma has taught me how to up level grow and heal and yeah change my life so I get it I can understand have empathy that's one of my strongest skills I think Mm. yeah and I love that you know part of the embodiment is going through the stuff yourself so that you can connect with other people and I think there's a lot of people missing out that step and um learning how to be a coach rather than being a coach yeah Yeah. are you coachable are you self-coachable you know um you don't even need to do a course in coaching to be even it's not even regulated but um over here I don't think it is anyway but are you able to be self-coachable I'm always coaching myself like oh okay let's work on this now and it's kind of that's so integral and important part of being a great facilitator and coach Mm. you can be self-coachable not just coached by another but Mm. self-coachable yeah oh totally I'm one of those coaches that doesn't have a coach (laughs) you don't need one if you're doing it yourself (laughs) you know yeah if you're self-coachable then that's pretty much all you need really unless you want to work on you know other aspects in your life but yeah it's not wrong to not have a coach Mm. absolutely not um you know, you know if it's aligned for you or not, isn't it, right? Totally. Totally. You've got to go with what's right for you. So what would you say have been some of the most important aspects that you've gone through in order to really embody the femininity that you bring to your work? Yeah, I mean, um, self-connection, actually being able to connect with myself like fully, mm. um, be vulnerable and real and intimate with myself having to sit in the darkness and like you know just see what's there and face it and be in that shadow self like I'm still in that shadow self at the moment as I've been going for a big phase of change in my life you have to sit with it but still process things not not bypass it not push it away not try and pretend it's not there actually acknowledge it learn from it and embrace it that's been a big part of me exploring my my feminine really and and you know what 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 needs to be heard what needs to be expressed Mm. what is ready to be explored Mm. um you know my sexuality um sensuality my ability the way I express myself um and I'm still working on it so Mm. self-connection um every day is important I know when I'm not connected because that's days of high stress high pressure and I haven't taken a moment to stop um and that you know that's an old sort of feminine wound as well where we just have to kind of keep driving ourselves into the ground and forcing mm. things or pushing ourselves because mm. of competitiveness um yeah just lots of self-touch connection you know I use a lot of modalities you know I'm a yoga teacher as well so you know yoga's really helped me to come back home to myself to um to listen you know listen to my body that's that's really important part of you know going through my own process listening to my body not my head (laughs) yeah oh yeah I I was just having a, another conversation with um, another podcast guest and I said like if I could cut my head off and still alive be alive and just lead with my heart space it'd be so much more effective in life <laughs> really I'm like just lead my heart okay I don't need a head <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> leave my heart and my vagina and yeah just the, rest. the most important parts <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. With your vagina, your vulva, your womb space. It's been a huge part of me connecting to my feminine. Like, if she's angry, she's angry, right? I'm going to listen. And I don't know if she's angry. <laughs> what does she say when she's angry? I want to know she's, more about this. Come on. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like, how dare you? Um, like, she, she says things like, how dare you, you know, treat me like this? How dare you um, 
you know, how dare you not listen to me? Like I can tense when she's like uh, restricted or tight or uptight. She's <laughs> uptight. And she, has, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, uh, let's relax. And everything's con Because like we believe that as women, a lot of us feel that we have to, by being strong, we have to feel like physically strong. Um, so therefore we contract and we hold this kind of like warrior energy, which is great. But actually there's a lot of strength being in our softness mm. and in that gentleness and de-armoring ourselves. Um, so yeah, she, when she's angry and I can tell like on the outside, everything's not working is chaos. It's chaos. <laughs> actually yeah. break things. My energy will break things. The technology <laughs> won't work. Um, all sorts of weird stuff happens <laughs> I can't actually imagine you being angry just from your energy and what I'm feeling from you I can't imagine you like getting angry about things <laughs> rarely rarely yeah it's more more potency it comes out more as a potency that energy yeah. and a fire than an anger um it takes a lot for me to be angry mm-hmm. but it's that energy of like potency like I gotta say this if I don't say this I'll just yeah I'll burst mm. that's sort of energy that's um, beautiful yeah. I love how you speak to your vagina I love that <laughs> you're the first uh, podcast guest that has told me they speak to their vagina I think I'm gonna ask every woman that question so what does your vagina say to them <laughs> We might have to change the name of the podcast at this rate. <laughs> I want our listeners to, to dial in and tell me what their vagina is saying every day. Because <laughs> Morgana says. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. And the thing is, Morgana, like we've had to, it's not just us in this present time, is it, that we're dealing with these traumas with our, our vaginas and our, our, our body organs. It's we've yeah. inherited these, uh, lineages where trauma has, has occurred um, yeah. and some quite um, serious traumas as well you know that stop you from really being able to step into the femininity and the, the feminine energy there's a real blocker isn't there how how do you see that showing up in your work yeah um, a lot of women aren't connected to that part of themselves like they just think it's a source of copulation sex and nothing else but actually it's a place of creation they don't understand that this is how you create your life from your womb from your from your yoni whatever you want to call it um they are so disconnected from their femininity and their sensuality it's a big place of shame and at one point it was for me because I was like well I'm actually really sexual and really sensual but Mm. for years I've had to repress it and I've not even grown up in like a uh stigmatized society really but it's just it can be society but I'm talking about family but um it's inherited in my mother line actually uh no one in my female line has ever been able to express themselves fully and be themselves fully and uh even be sensual is there's so much shame about it and I see Mm. the women that come to me and they have like almost like given their sexual power away or their sensual power away to their partners or uh, been manipulated um, through because it's our power place. It's our, our most powerful energy center. Um, and if we um, attract people into our life that um, are trying to uh, use that power for themselves, then we end up literally dry, burnt out, exhausted abundance doesn't flow we don't we can't find our creation anymore creativity is diminished um, and that's pretty much what happens and then my business is kind of bow mm. that's to the uh, extent of that of, of what it is and I've seen that in my life uh, my previous relationships and uh, I had to learn I learned uh, oh wow this person's kind of actually uh, not contributing to my body or my business it's mm. actually been detrimental to my body and my business mm. and I would be very exhausted and tired every time I was around that person so it's it's uh, about teaching um discernment of mm. who we spend our time and energy with um how we're you know are we how are we feeling energetically within ourselves um mm. are we listening really to our bodies 
Oh, yeah, so true. Our bodies are really powerful, and this is a lot of what we teach as well. It is, um, we teach like how to listen to the somatic processes, you know, what does your heart say? What are yeah. the physical sensations? Because I think a lot of people are influenced what's going on around them by people, by people's opinions, and I find that really sad that not many people are living their true um, authentic selves and their lives, and your business is really just an extension of that, isn't it? You know, you, you don't create a business that's different to you. You create a business that is you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do see quite a lot of disjointed businesses and people as well, especially in the female entrepreneurial world. I feel like mm. a lot of women have stepped too much into their masculine. Yes. Um, and, and so it's like success is rewarded and celebrated but for the wrong reasons. Completely. Yeah, completely. They, they uh, uh, I used to be a, a person that was like this, like I would never celebrate the little steps that used to make every day. Like, oh, wow, I sent an email to that person and they replied and they're interested or I went for a walk and, you know, actually listened to my body today and took a rest. Like these things that actually are really important. Um, mm. But it's like, no, that all de- gets disregarded you know um and then this is where we force and we push and and all of everything else just gets disregarded and we come so far away from ourselves and that's what causes all the overwhelm the burnout and yeah later on in life illness disease imbalance being you know it's like sacrificing yourself for the sake of success and yeah celebrated like you say for the for the wrong reasons or for the reasons that actually what is success to you you know what is success for you what does that look like not what it is for others or for society what does that look like for you Mm, exactly I'm really being happy with that because um I feel like whenever anyone I mean don't get me wrong my team pushed me to do more you know if I had it my way I'd just be napping all day and I'd wake up for a little bits of food every now and again I'd be like a hedgehog you know, hibernating, <laughs> or wouldn't go out and speak to humans unless I was out to like hug a tree, you know, or go to the river or go to the beach or be with my children. I just wouldn't go out, you know, I just wouldn't. I just love being at home. Yeah. And yet there are so many people that are celebrating and wanting more money and wanting more things. And I just think that that is such a wounding around not just celebrating where you are right now and being grateful for everything just right now. Right now, be present actually uh you know the purpose of life is to live joyfully i believe mm. um you know you have a sole purpose yeah but you're living life to be happy and joyful are you in alignment with that like are you taking the moment to be present to enjoy what your body wants like i used to feel really guilty for going to the spa for the day and just relaxing and thinking oh my god i should be working i should be working i should be doing this i should be doing that what a failure and my body was like, no, I needed to rest. I needed some warm hot water, some lovely tranquil surroundings. Thank you for listening. Mm. So it's that battle consistently. If you don't listen to it, you won't um, honour yourself. Yeah, but the thing is, the resting and the doing stuff for yourself is part of the work. Absolutely. (laughs) It is the work. It is the work, yeah. (laughs) And it's the most important part of the work. I, I would say... Nine times out of ten when I'm working with someone, I'm not sure you feel the same. I have to teach them how to slow down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Less. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of my coaches said to me, and this is when I first started out, when I was like in this kind of do, 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 rather than be, queen does less. The queen does less. She sits and she receives, and, you know, just as an energy form, really. She sits mm. and she receives. I was like, oh god, yeah, okay, and that changed my whole, like, the whole way I run my business. Just that, mm. those in those words, I was like, yeah, she does. Why am I doing this? Like, why am I doing like running myself into the ground to prove to who what? To prove to myself? To prove what? What you know? And it's important to do that and be like that self-reflective and um, not from judgment, but from learning and understanding and coming home and yeah so important 
I love that. I just love that that you're in this energy where you you're not out to prove anything. You just live in your life on your terms and I truly believe that's what life is about. Just living each and every decision, every step in perfect alignment and not really caring what other people think and uh, you know, not really caring about the good stuff as well because I think yeah. if you don't care about the bad stuff, which is positive, you also got not care about whether people put you on a pedestal or not. And I will say to people, I'm not your guru. Like, don't don't yeah, praise me. Oh, <laughs> don't yeah. brown nose me. No. I will not be friends with you again if you brown nose me. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate that guru thing. Like, oh my god, you're you're like so much I'm like it's about coming home to you when people ask questions and I'm like well ask yourself the question mm. well what question can you ask yourself they're like yeah but I need to know how to do this I'm like well ask a question yeah what, what, what are you gonna do you know not what I do um what, what what's what are you gonna do and just you know always that that empowerment of self like it's so important mm. I feel and, um, you know, especially in this industry of business, like I've seen so many people jump on the bandwagon of, oh, my God, they've got this certain program that's going to get me here, 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 like promising a result. And I'm like, yeah, but everyone's different and mm. no one operates the same. Like, mm. of course, you can learn things. And I have gone through different programs to learn different things. But really what I've come to the conclusion of is, OK, I can teach and guide a process, but really it's down to you. Mm. and you question yourself and staying in the question because mm. um, that's how you create your life is through question mm. following the energy two mm. steps at a time yeah simple really oh it's so fucking simple <laughs> humans overcomplicate everything though i'm always saying to people, all you've got to do is this one thing <laughs> not yeah. three things not ten things this one thing do that one thing and then do that one next thing again and just yeah, keep yeah. doing it and yet humans all like you say they want to know the how they want to know how you're doing it because if it's working for you it's going to work for me and that never works never ever and that's why I think um I received a download and I spoke about on the last podcast but I want to say it again because it's important um that a lot of like modalities a way of processing and things are starting to crumble away a bit and I'm not saying there's not any weight and importance in those things but Mm. I feel like within the next five to ten years it's going to be like how do you personally do this healing for yourself and that is where everybody should find their power within not like how I'm going to be taught how to do that and I really feel like that's what our way out what we're here for the wave that we're here to create yeah well I love that yeah I just got tingles <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the other thing that my team were really big on um were sharing stories you know we've lost this touch of sharing each other's stories and, and receiving yes. healing from just hearing how people have navigated through their own trauma um you know back in the day aboriginal times we used to get around a fire and share stories and lift each other and cry together and we've really lost that connection Uh, whereas I think in the next five to ten years that's why they wanted me to start a podcast they were like you've got to share people's stories I was like brilliant I can chat and so I feel like the modality of healing is really changing rapidly you feel that as well I've noticed it yeah I've noticed it over the years of of healing and really it's just a uh there is no right or wrong way of doing it you do have to like every modality I've ever learned this is probably why I've done so many different modalities because at the end of the day really it's kind of like having a little bit of this trying some of that but then also finding my own way of 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 doing it myself and noticing that you can have you can have these uh, modalities of course but it's really about coming home to you asking mm. yourself questions doing yeah. the the work you know self-talk self self-coaching self-connecting um we got to start from somewhere so it kind of gives you a uh yeah a starting point I feel a lot of uh, modalities that I you know use or have been using but yeah I have seen a huge shift and change over the years mm. um so yeah and I think there's a revolution in that which is which is already started and will continue which is very exciting I feel a big shift um energetically with you know the cosmos the universe everything and it feels very exciting um mm. I think it's uh 
yeah, this is going to be huge, huge for a lot of people. And I'm excited about how the planet is going to be living, how Mother Earth, how healing too as well. Another reason why I do it, you know, have we thanked Mother Earth for letting letting uh, us walk on her back, all that she goes through every day. Yeah. You know, she keeps yeah. regenerating, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. and like we're part of that regeneration as well because obviously the more work we do on ourselves when we go yeah. back to her we're just yeah. healing her as well as she's healing us so absolutely absolutely it's beautiful yeah. yeah i i honestly did i mean this is my first human life so i honestly didn't think that we would get this far in my human life oh, to wow. where we are but it's very exciting for me to see and feel just a completely different shift in the world yeah 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 I do agree I mean it took me some years to sort of actually feel like I belonged on this planet mm. <laughs> I <still> don't <laughs> um but it's 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 now the sense of like okay well now I've landed now I'm here now I feel like I belong like what else is possible what can mm. I do to make a difference um you know what connections can I make to come together because it used to be very much about me doing stuff on my own a lot of the time because you know, for me, community wasn't really relevant. I was like, well, I've done this my whole life on my own, I, you know. Um, but really recently, even this has kind of come into the business aspect of bringing people together, like women, women's circles, mm. and just bringing people together in some form, like that that relatability, but that um, connection of being able to share, mm. uh, which is something that I've always felt like I've wanted to give, but never knew how to, because I didn't have that with myself. Um, but now I do, it's being able to bring people together to share. And that's, like you say, so healing in itself. Mm, Sharing. Sharing and holding space as well and just letting people know that it's it's okay to feel the way you do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So empowering. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to be alone um, either. You can be alone, choose as and when you want to be alone. But, yeah. Having that I think if people space. understood like truly how not alone they were I think they'd go the other way and be a bit freaked out because I'm like <laughs> I'm never alone yeah <laughs> not in yeah. a human form not you know not in an entity form anyway I'm always surrounded by some being or some entity that want to message me and I'm like no not today I'm re- relaxing I'm resting I'm eating <laughs> yeah, with my today. kids I've got so there's so many boundaries and so many rules with them that they're just like okay is is it time now I'm like no (laughs) not quite (laughs) they're just rolling their eyes at me constantly you know they're just like here she goes again (laughs) well good for you for having that it's important to have boundaries you know yeah it's important I think so so what would you say is the kind of like um main focus of your work at the moment is it on bringing people home or is it femininity or how does it all kind of come together for you yeah basically I'm focusing on the women who are already like leaders of light basically is my my kind of uh pool helping leaders of light to to lead um higher greater and better for themselves first and then they can lead greater for others um it's always really been that but that's what I want to focus on and it's focused around coming back to your sacred feminine energy connecting to yourself um releasing all the trauma clearing all the beliefs that actually aren't working for you that aren't even yours anyway um and then basically taking the steps that you need to take in order to expand your your purpose your business both personally and professionally so it's it's really a whole holistic approach to to working with um my clients and yeah it's it's very much guiding them being the guides you know that's why I prefer I like the name that of the name of that like I guide you um and I've been kind of rewriting everything recently because I've been going for a big transition myself so as I'm transitioning obviously the business transitions because it as you say it's the extension of us so yeah that's my focus right now I love that yeah yeah and I think it's so important to um, be that guide like I, I we refer to it as being like a side mirror like I'm not here yeah. to tell you exactly what to do I'm here to uh, be, be in the little boat next year to make sure that you don't crash on the rocks or if you do I'm there to pull you back on the boat type of thing I think 
um, one of my biggest purposes was to um, collectively dissolve the codependency wound in women. Huge. Yeah, massive, massive. Yeah, I've come through that. I'm still healing some of that myself. Like, it's so deep, right? Mm -hmm. It's so, such a core wound. Um, came out in my last relationship. And I was like, oh, wow, I still have a little, still have that there. That's mm -hmm. really uh, uh, incredible healing for me. Um, so I love that. I'm, I'm, that speaks to my heart. It's so important. It is. And how would you find, if you don't mind speaking about something personally? No, of course not. Um, how do you find that the codependency showed up for you in relationships? Oh, my God. Okay, so, like, giving my whole self to that person, having to completely close myself, cut, my, cut myself off. Like, cut myself off, cut my business off. You know, I was, like, all for that person. Um and I, for, for the feeling of wanting to be needed or wanting to be loved or accepted for me but that never happened because I yeah. come so far away from myself that I wasn't me as yeah. you know um and just this whole putting the person on the pedestal oh my god he's greater than I am he's better than I am but like at the detriment of myself like yeah. not acknowledging me um yeah, just this lack of respect, this lack of respect for myself, lack of respect for my boundaries. Mm. Um, just like, oh my God, it just, it completely shifted my life. Mm. And um, I'm grateful that that soul contract is now complete because it's uh, taught me to return to my sovereignty. Mm. And um, yeah, but that's how it showed up yeah I it's think painful. we've all gone through it it is painful because I think one of the things as souls in this world is that we really want to be loved yeah and yeah. so the codependency and I also find as well in the intimate relationships sometimes the the lines are a bit blurred like you can go out there and and help your client with something very powerful but then when you show up in an intimate relationship all of a sudden your mind yeah. just goes to shit and you can't even follow your own advice <laughs> yeah 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 that's happened to me before <laughs> yeah yeah same 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 and it's just this this willingness to kind of cut ourselves off and you know give and give and give but we're not actually giving to ourselves and actually we're kind of like you know destroying ourselves in the process of of that love although what it did teach me was how open my heart was mm. which was bigger than I thought it was because considering I've had that re relationship repeating in many different relationships before, that like codependency, I might like, still remain with a huge open heart and this willingness to forgive myself, yeah. most importantly. Um, so that was quite an like, amazing thing that came out of it. Because mm. I actually thought my heart was more closed than it was mm. um, and less trusting and less like open. So, yeah, it's taught me how open it is oh I love that my team are just coming through with a message with you if you're open to share yeah, it please. okay um they're just sending me this message to you like you know when you're weight training in the gym and your muscles have to literally physically break in order yeah. to become stronger that's yeah. what they're saying with you you've had to go through this process of physically breaking your heart so you could continue to expand and grow and I love that oh makes sense so definitely my heart was broken for sure for sure um still like healing still still a bit raw um I'm just doing my inner child uh connecting every day and being like I'm here I love you it's okay we're in this together you know just so thank you for that message that's beautiful so painful oh my god it was so painful but now I'm like thank you for the for the that opportunity to heal that wound mm. you know yeah. and I'm still healing it you know um so yeah huge huge uh breakthrough for me yeah. yeah but the thing is if you hadn't have gone through that you'd never be able to relate to women that had so you know I always say you need to have gone through it authentically <laughs> to yes. lead others and that's the stingy bit about it about it isn't it you're like I chose this so that I could lead others 
<laughs> yeah exactly like my higher self like how thank you like thank you for orchestrating that so I could learn and then le- lean into my light more as well um like yeah it's painful the human experience thank you for that not um <laughs> <laughs> yeah just got like, get that ready um I was like see I knew it would be worth it yeah they have they have no concept of human emotions or pain so they're just like right next you're like uh no not right now no not right now not right now right yeah and I think the matters of the heart are one of the most difficult things to go through I mean I remember going through a really toxic breakup with with um I, I have female relationships so I was in a female relationship that was really toxic and she oh. mirrored back to me all of the childhood rooms wounds all of the childhood trauma that I've ever ever had you know it literally teared me apart she accused me of being a narcissist and all these things so it took me about two years to heal from that but at the end of it I was so grateful for her in playing this role that she did as an actress in order for me to see these things that I needed to heal, you know? And I think when you get to that level of gratitude that this person enabled me to do this, this and this, so that I could go through this very, very deep level of healing, I think that is is really, really difficult to get to. But once you get there, you're like, bring it on. And the other thing I noticed as well, they want me to just share with you, Morgana, is that um, in order to open up my heart fully, I had to go through that pain as well. You know, I had to crack it mm-hmm. open physically and mentally and emotionally. So you just, you just train into become train. even more than you are. <laughs> I feel that now. I feel that now when you're in it, it's it's like, oh, what is this? What? You, I think it's when you're in it, you don't see it really. I mean, I did see it, but and, and I knew, but there's something in it that the higher self is like, no, keep going. There's something in this for you. Keep going, keep going. You're doing so great. Um, and then, yeah, now I know, like, to remain heart open and that I had to, it was my biggest fear was to have my heart broken. And it mm. happened. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, it's actually not that bad. Yeah, you can do it again. And I the thing is as well, like, you know, where you are moving to, your divine love match will have such an open heart space yeah. that you are moving towards that. You know, you are moving towards being ready to meet that person in their divinity and you in your divinity where you're just like oh my god this is absolutely beautiful so you know it's that but he was just your training he was your really? elderly I'm you so know grateful. I'm so grateful <laughs> he was completely my training you know it was all the projections and the, the the gaslighting and the kind of like you know the 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 blame shame game that was like oh wow and I'm just you know going like yeah this is fine I'll, I'll take it all and then one day I was just like no I'm done I'm done um, that took a lot of strength that attachment that energy of like need and like that addiction because it's an addiction uh that addiction um oh it's just like coming off I can imagine it's probably like coming off any form of addiction or, or any addiction that's what it felt like you know yeah. and I'll say that vulnerably in real that's like hard um mm. but if you think of lifetimes of that codependency and you're breaking that mm only destined for greatness (laughs) oh yeah totally totally but then also in the back of your mind you're thinking why fucking me do you know what I mean (laughs) yes why me why did this happen why didn't I leave sooner why did I allow that to happen you know that of course it's that that blame shame judgment that we go through like why did it have to happen so harshly Mm. um but the heaviest and the harshest way it's like yeah what a what a blessing in in disguise um so yeah hopefully this inspires more people to self-realize that yeah it's 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 what we go through in order to become yeah who we want to become and who we are really and it's just conditioning and trauma and we just need need to heal that yeah you're not alone Uh, and the universe always puts its bravest soldiers through the toughest of assault courses so you're yeah. just there going through the mud for everybody yeah. else, literally. Yeah. Yeah. The yuck stuck and what the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, dear. Well, it's always a bit stingy when we have these lessons. But you know what? The most important thing that people to know and to realize is that 
even when you're leading others you're not immune from the work no <laughs> you're not immune not. from the lessons no you're not no and it's okay actually to talk about them and show up and share and and say listen I'm still a work in progress and I always will be and and that for me has always been empowering because I don't I don't know what you think of the terms like awakened and enlightenment they to me they've always suggested there's an end destination whereas I've always felt that there is no end <laughs> and that's been empowering for me because yeah. there's no finish to it. No, I don't believe there's a finish. I believe we're always evolving. Like in this lifetime when we get when we die and then we'll incarnate or you know, and then we'll keep evolving. Our soul keeps evolving. You know, there's no end to and I don't think like even in my practices and teachings of yoga, you know, you reach samadhi. Um, but then what goes beyond that? I don't believe you reach a certain level at all. I believe you const- constantly are evolving and enlightening and learning. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's really empowering to come from that place of like work in progress. Like I might be two steps ahead of you. Doesn't mean I'm any better than you or greater than you or higher than you. It's just like, this is don't do what I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just like shortcutting the process for you. No, just, um, <laughs> yeah, just, just like, I'm here to just like guide you through the, having more, you know peace more ease with things and you know and uh learning learning with more um self-love and appreciation like you know and I feel that's so needed yeah uh, mm. so especially in this uh business space as well in the business world as well you know being authentic and real and honest open transparent mm. I've always kind of enjoyed being that because yeah it's just I mean, can't sugarcoat stuff really yeah well it's just so much easier as well because you haven't got to think about what you're saying you can just I mean yeah. a lot of times I just rock up in my Facebook group and do challenges and I'm in my PJs you know Love it. and they're just like I'm like you've got to come in your PJs just come no makeup with your PJs just come as oh, you are God. and I think that's how it's got to be like you know just show up and see what happens I love it yes <laughs> I agree Show up in the mess, show up in all of it, show up in the beauty, show, show up, just show up. <laughs> all of it. Yeah, exactly. Being visible is such a big thing right now that I feel like a lot of women, I mean, I don't know what you did before you did this, but my background was in corporate. I was a tax mm-hmm. manager for you know, one of the big five companies in the world, you know, very serious, like, you know, job. Uh, I can't even imagine being in that world oh, now. I, mm-hmm. I think I'd be laughed out of the office. Like she's she's got to go this one like can't have her here she's yeah she's a weirdo can't have her no no we don't do that here I think they always thought I was a bit different anyway to be honest back you know over 10 years ago but just think we're seeing a lot of women move from um their spirit uh, sorry from their corporate world into thinking about spiritual spirituality and serving the world and I don't know if you work with women in that capacity as well but I just think yeah, it's so it needed yeah so needed because they're kind of coming out of it and they're transitioning they don't know where to go they're like lost you know I've helped quite a few women in that transition of what, what do I do now you know like the split I mean we just gone through a big like con like split with uh I can't, I don't know how to explain it but there's been this like shift of two worlds happening massively and I think a lot of people are breaking up relations relations are breaking up um yeah, people leaving their jobs. There's <clears throat> like so much of a shift right now. Um, so it's so needed to be like to get on on in back into alignment of okay, well, what now? And having that exciting place to 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 go through. And yeah, it doesn't have to be scary and um you do it alone. Definitely not. You know. Mm. Yeah. And oftentimes we don't know what's next, do we? Is the truth of it. You just wait mm. for your instruction. And then yeah. take it if it feels right to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that, guys. Honestly, it really is that simple. I always tell my uh, VIP clients and the people in my group is, all you've got to do every day is ask one question. What should I do today? And just yeah. do that. One, two, maximum three or four things. and Do those things. That's it. Switch off then. Go and have fun. Go and, go and sleep, go and eat, go and have sex, do whatever yeah, you love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's it gets to be that simple, right? It does, it does, it does. We, we, we build too much conclusion, expectation, decision about what we should and shouldn't be doing 
and we entangle ourselves in that mess of oh it's just mess instead of just asking okay well what what joy and fun can I have today that's going to create this result or whatever you know being the question is is just so good always and keeping it simple and following the energy and what shows up rather than have like this set out plan of I'm going to do this this and this and this and you know you're kind of not letting the infinite possibilities show up and opportunities come to you yeah you just cannot have a plan they reminded me of when I was having my children I just Mm -hmm. did not have a birthing plan at all and they were actually quite surprised the first time because I think a lot of women have a set out plan of what they need to do and what they expect and what they do this and this and this and I just walked in I said no I I haven't got a plan I'm just gonna Mm -hmm. go with the flow and they were a bit like well okay well that's good but uh they were a bit shocked and I think that's how (laughs) I live my life really I I never really plan stuff and even in my personal life you know I'll I'll um ask the girls I've got two children what do you want to do today kids where should we go what should we eat you know and we're just creating life yeah just create a life in the now love it yeah yeah they get some really weird um I mean they they offer up some really weird things to do sometimes you know I'm like (laughs) no we can't have chocolate for breakfast every day you know (laughs) let's try and have something healthy today but why (laughs) mommy we had ice cream yesterday okay but yesterday was a one-off we need to look after our teeth we need to look after our bodies you know it's kind of like balancing doing everything that's fun with a little bit of common sense as well so <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely and giving the body what it kind of um requires but also not denying yourself treats and and joy and whatever that looks like having a bit more flexibility with that I think so this is something else that I've struggled with in terms of like in the past being having to have like a strict diet or discipline to have only this this and this and it just never works I'm a rebel it's never going to work I'm going to break out of that and go, okay, no, I want to do this instead. Um, get bored, you know? So it's best to have a flowing, flexible approach to life, but also know when, you know, find the balance with with it as well. Yeah. My team's saying, like, you're like the kind of rebel that never gets caught because you look so innocent that they never put the blame on you. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right yes I have my innocence you see it works a treat yeah exactly you can always hide behind innocence can't you (laughs) get away with anything get away with anything yeah evil evil laugh (laughs) um (laughs) so um one of the things that you said that you're working on right now is you've got a sacred feminine full moon online women's circle I do. Can you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, so that's on the 27th. That is going to be an opportunity for the women who feel called to come to connect, communicate, and basically set new intentions for the year ahead. Um, and it'll also cleanse and release everything that is um been the past. So kind of letting go of the year, um, shifting, transitioning. So it's coming together. We're going to share... I'm, prob- I'm going to go with the flow with this. I don't really have a set plan. I never really do. Um, we're going to flow with it. We do some movement, practice, maybe some breath work, some sharing. And yeah, just um, really basically offering some coaching guidance if people feel like they want it. This is a space for people to come together, to share and um, be together. And this is online, 7.30 mm-hmm. to 9.00, I believe. Yeah, UK time. Okay, awesome. That's beautiful. And what I mean, is there anything else you really want the readers, the listeners to really know about you or what you do? Anything that we've not really covered? I think we've pretty much covered most things. Um, if you have any further questions, feel free to reach out to me. You can message me on Facebook or find me on my website as well. And um, yeah, I'd love to build connections and relationships with anyone who feels called to that. 
Yeah, beautiful. Okay, so I'm just going to say goodbye to the listeners, Morgana, and then I'll I'll start recording and then we can have a quick chat. But thank you for everyone for listening to this thank podcast you. and showing up. And thank you so much to Morgana and, and bringing her just like child life, badass, innocent self. <laughs> I love that. And bringing all the laughs about speaking to your vagina as well. I think it's really oh, important man. to bring just fun and laughter to this world. I find... um the spirituality world in itself is just a little bit serious at times. And yes, completely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't really do serious a lot of the time. I'm like, if it's serious, somebody else better deal with that because yeah, that's yeah. not me. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate, I appreciate you bringing the fun. And um, yeah, I'll, ch- I'll chat to you in a moment. And thanks everyone to listening. If you've got any questions for Morgana, like she said, I'm going to drop links and and ways that you can contact us and ask her any questions you've got so beautiful thank you thank you so much okay over and out